0: I'm Tasha Pierce. This is After The Snap, a virtual refugee camp for everyone affected by Thanos Snap. What's up? How's it going? I know you guys didn't expect to hear from me today, but thought I'd drop in and give you a quick little quick and dirty version of the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer and how it may be fucking up Avengers Endgame. Thanks a lot, Sony. Only reason I'm actually here is because of the ramifications this trailer could possibly have on Avengers Endgame and some of the neat little nods to Spider-Man comic books that are found. In fact, let's just get into it. You don't need to know why I'm doing it. Just that I'm doing it. So Easter eggs for Spider-Man comics are all over the place. We see BFP on the suitcase that Peter Parker has taken to Europe. That is Uncle Ben's suitcase. Uncle Ben has not gotten any love in the MCU. They are not rehashing that story, not retelling it for the MCU. This was just a quick nod that Uncle Ben did exist in this timeline. Also, we see Peter try to leave his Spider-Man suit at the crib. He said, "No, there's no need for a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man overseas." He didn't want no parts of taking that that uh, that suit with him, and Aunt May packed it anyway. But even if he didn't pack the suit, somebody a little later may be bringing him some new suit. When we see Peter picking up his passport, they zoom in on the passport, and guess what? They nerd-proofed the passport. There are no dates. There are no years on the passport. So the passport says it uh, was issued this day, and it will expire this day, but there are no years. I guess they learned a lesson. They, they know that people are going to be looking into every little thing. Marvel has learned a lesson. Congratulations, Marvel. When we see the kids are, now they're in Europe and they are on speed boats and taking pictures and someone is taking a picture of Ned. And if you look behind Ned on a speed boat, we see the letters A-S-M and the number 212. A-S-M stands for Amazing Spider-Man. I assumed that meant issue 212. And sure enough, in issue 212 of Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man battles Hydro-Man. Speaking of Hydro-Man, we see three villains. One is made of water, Hydro-Man, one is fire, and one is sand. Popular consensus is they are not the actual villains. They are illusions projected by the main villain. Then we see, oh, speaking of the main villain, we'll talk a little bit more about him in just a couple of minutes because I'm going to talk about Nick Fury. When we, when we finally see Nick Fury, he, after he uh, hits Ned with the tranquilizer dart, he says, Spider-Man, so nice to finally meet you. So are we to assume that their paths have never crossed before? That they just met? Or could they have previously met, say during a huge battle against a purple Titan, but they forgot because it didn't happen? There's that timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff that's going on in the uh, MCU that could possibly be going on. We know they have not met, or have they? So. Just something to think about. We get a look at some dope suits. That's right, suits. So I'm thinking he left the suit, ain't may pack the suit, but now he's got this black stealth suit, this red and black suit. He's showing us that uh, he has a very versatile wardrobe as the Spider-Man. So our assumption should be that Nick Fury bought him suits. But if Nick Fury is buying suits now, where's Tony Stark? Is he dead? Is Mysterio pulling a hero act to upstage Spidey? We see him battling these aforementioned villains. Mysterio is the one saving the day. And, oh, by the way, Mysterio is the the main villain in this movie. Yes. So we see Mysterio saving the day all on TV, showing out for the cameras and whatnot. So what is his angle? What is he trying to prove? We know that he is rather narcissistic. This is from the comic books, and I know the comic books ain't the movies. I said that myself just a couple of days ago. For this moment, we're going to talk about the the Mysterio from the comic books. And from the comic books, we know he's an actor. We know that he is uh, an illusionist. And we also know that he is very full of himself. He likes the spotlight to be on him. So is he trying to upstage Spider-Man? Or does he not even know Spider-Man is in the country? And then we hear a kid say he's like Iron Man and Thor all rolled up into one. Is it too soon? Because popular consensus is that Iron Man passes away in Avengers Endgame. I am not of the opinion that Iron Man is going to die. I really hope he doesn't, but could this be a clue that he doesn't? I mean, nobody is sad. he said he's like Iron Man and Thor all wrapped up in one. So nobody's sad. Nobody is saying, hey, guy, don't don't say that. None of that. All the kids are still looking normal. So could it possibly be that those two are safe? Are Happy and Aunt May a thing now? Because did you guys get the vibe that something was going on between Happy Hogan and Aunt May? I got that whole feeling like they've hung out a couple of times. But we'll find out when the movie hits. My last thing is why are there so many cats? Did you guys see? It was at least three in the trailer. At least three cats in the trailer for this movie. We also saw a cat in the Captain Marvel trailer. And her cat's not a cat. Well, at least in the comics, her cat's not a cat. In the comics, her cat is a Flurkin. So in the comics, the cat's name is Chewie, but it appears that in this movie, the cat's name is Goose. Anyway, Chewie isn't a cat at all. It's a flurkin. It's like an alien being. And when it opens its mouth, a bunch of tentacles comes out, and it's a scary beast. In fact, in one of the uh, one of the old Captain Marvel comic books, Rocket actually sees a flurkin. Well, I'm sorry. He actually sees Captain Marvel's cat, and he's like, "That's a flurkin," and he attempts to kill it because he says this is an insidious beast. So, uh, Rocket aside. If it's like the comics, Captain Marvel's cat could turn out to be a flurkin, and inside these flurkins are are little bubbles, and each one of those bubbles can be can be something different, and they can access pocket dimensions from the bubbles in their body, or they can just store things, eggs, weapons, the tentacles, all that stuff is inside of them. But that that pocket dimension thing is kind of. The pocket dimension thing kind of stood out to me. So a pocket dimension is also known as a pocket realm or a pocket universe. And they have a small and finite amount of space. So they're not infinite. They they have a cap on what can go into a pocket dimension. That just sounds like some like a hint. Because a flurkin has a pocket dimension in its body, and we know that we're going to be moving through these realms. Could the Flurkin play a part in Avengers Endgame? And also, are these actually cats that we're seeing in the Spider-Man trailer, or are they Flurkins? It's just something to think about. Quick and dirty, gave it to you, just like I said, I I didn't waste no time, didn't, didn't spend too much time on it. What do you think? Tell me what you thought of the trailer. Does the trailer contain spoilers? Even some things that I didn't even think of. So if you found something different in the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, how about sending me an email, afterthesnap at gmail.com, or you can just jump on Facebook, after the snap, join the group Snap Survivors, we'll be glad to have you. You can find me on Twitter at snapafter, and you can also find me on Instagram at afterthesnap2018. If you'd like to financially contribute to the show, you can do that at patreon.com/slash/afterthesnap. I don't have anything else for you today. I'll catch you on the flip.